Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. Hi, my name is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for home business entrepreneurs that want to stop living small and start earning big and make this their breakthrough year. Join me each week to follow my journey as a full-time entrepreneur and network marketing professional into the worlds of personal branding and online marketing and learn how you can increase your income without sacrificing your lifestyle. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I'm glad you're here. It's time for you to start creating the life that you deserve. So let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Episode 38 of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. This is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about two things that I think are absolutely critical if you're looking to build and grow a successful sales organization. And at the end of the day, if you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in network marketing, direct selling, or just a traditional entrepreneur, being able to build a team, a sales team, is such an important skill to be able to have. Because you know, the goal for us as entrepreneurs is we want to be able to scale our business, right? We want to be able to have a team in place that can uh, you know, help us achieve greater goals so that we don't have to do all the work. And as we begin to grow a team, and I think back to my early days of when I first started in network marketing, I was finally able to break through after that first year of struggle. I started to have some success. I started to build a team. And unknowingly, really without me even realizing it, I started to make a shift. I started to slowly get away from doing certain things that created the success for me. And I fell into a very dangerous trap that I call management mode, where I got away from doing the income-producing activities. I was focused on just trying to help my team be successful. And what I didn't realize was I was set, number one, I was setting a bad example. They started to do what I did. It was like everybody was managing one another. But the really big breakthrough for me was understanding what my role was, what my responsibility was as the leader of that team in terms of implementing certain things to create a culture that would foster the growth of my people. So if you're listening to this episode today and you've ever had the thought out of frustration, why won't my people just do what they're supposed to do? Why aren't they doing what I'm doing? I would tell you the answer to that is for a lot of them, they don't even know what they're supposed to be doing. Over the last year, I've coached literally dozens of six-figure top earners in all different companies in the network marketing profession. And I can tell you the number one reason why people hire me as a personal coach is they want accountability. They want somebody to push them. They know they're not doing enough. And you know they want someone that they can have there to say, look, you need to do more. And I always say to them, why do you think your team doesn't need the same thing? So in today's episode, what I want to do is I want to share with you two of my biggest insights when it comes to building a team and duplicating leaders and growing a a healthy, successful organization. And these are two things that when you analyze and you look at every successful sales organization in the world, they have these two, these are cornerstones of things that are ingrained into their culture. And here's what they are. Number one is accountability. And number two is recognition or rankings. See, when I think back to my career in medical sales, I've worked for some Fortune 150 companies. 
those organizations were very heavy on accountability and rankings. So what we have to learn how to do as entrepreneurs building our own team, we have to learn the power of these two things and how to implement them. So what I want to do in today's episode, this is hot off of the presses, literally just did this training on Periscope this morning. I'm going to share with you an audio from a training that I did this morning talking about why you need to have accountability set up in your group, what that looks like, what that means, and why I also strongly suggest to start implementing some sort of rankings or recognition as a form of motivation, but also recognizing the people that are performing on your team. And I'm going to give you some really, really cool ideas of how to do that using some of the new technologies like live video streams that are out there today. So I have no doubt if you're building a team, if you have a team, if you want a team, this is going to be a really valuable episode for you. So I'm going to kick it over to the training right off, like I said, hot off the presses from, from Periscope this morning. So here we go. Your virtual upline. Welcome to everybody here live. Welcome to everyone watching on the replay. So today, I want to talk to you about uh, team building. And I want to talk to you specifically about being able to build an organization of other leaders. I want to talk about uh, du uh, leadership development, duplication. If you've got a team and you have an organization right now and you're frustrated because maybe they're not showing up and doing as much as you know they could be and should be doing, then I want to give you some training today that, that I think can help you a lot. And I want to I want to start off by saying that if your goal is to build a massive organization of duplicating leaders, you have to make sure that you have two things that are happening in your team. Every great organization, every great sales organization, because at the end of the day, that's what we're building. We're building a sales organization of independent sales reps. And every great sales organization, and I've been part of these, you know, in my background in the medical sales industry, and I've worked in corporate sales for 15, 16 years, all of the great companies that I worked for, they did two things that were a part ingrained into the culture of those organizations that helped them become great. And here's what they were. Every single one of those organizations had accountability for all of the people that were in it, and they very clearly ranked all of the salespeople. So there's two things that we have to make sure that we implement in our organization if we want to reach the highest levels of potential for what we can do and what we can help our people do, and it's accountability and rankings. So I want to talk to you today about those two things. Now, you've heard me talk before about why accountability is so important. See, we as leaders, we human nature will have a tendency to set in and something called inertia will set in for most leaders. And what, what inertia is, is it means that we'll go through these short little bursts of activity. Maybe we're pushing to hit a rank advancement. Maybe we're pushing in the beginning stages to grow our team. But eventually what happens is complacency sets in for most leaders and they stop doing the things that they need to be doing, right? They get away from that phase one activity. They're not personally recruiting people anymore. They're trying to manage their organization. So 
they're not doing as much as they can. And the blessing and the curse of being an entrepreneur is we don't have a boss looking over our shoulder telling us what to do. So a lot of times we get lazy, right? We get comfortable, right? Exactly. We get comfortable. So a lot of the leaders that I work with, you know, I've had dozens and dozens of six-figure earners that I've privately and personally coached over the last year, and all of them hire me for one reason. They want accountability. They need somebody to push them. They know they're not doing as much as they should. And my point to each and every one of them is, why do you think it's not different for your team? See, most of the people on your team, they need to be told what to do. They need some sort of accountability built in because what happens is when you build in some accountability with your leaders, something really interesting happens. They begin doing more just because they know they're going to be accountable to you. In the beginning, they're like, man, I got to talk to more people. I got to do more presentations. I got to do more stuff because I know I have to get on the phone with Jill or Bob and tell him what I did. So they start doing more. Now, here's the other interesting part of accountability is people need it. See, our entire life, we're told what to do. We're told what to do as children. Our teachers and professors tell us what to do. Our boss tells us what to do. We thrive in environments where we have things like personal trainers, because we can't even get to the gym. We have to hire somebody to make sure we go to the gym. We have to hire a financial planner to make sure we save money. We can't do things on our own. But then we get into network marketing, we become an entrepreneur, and we don't have that anymore. So that's the reason why a lot of people struggle. So what we have to do is we have to build in this structure where our leaders, the people that want to submit to this accountability, we have this very uh, detailed environment where they have to say, hey, here's what I did, right? So accountability is number one. And I would recommend to you on that note that you go to the leaders that are on your team, the ones that really want to do better, and you say, look, I want to set up some sort of weekly accountability call with all of you. Even if there's two or three of them, if you've got a small team, who cares? Set up a weekly call where all of you get on the phone together and give your numbers. Do a Zoom call, right? In my mastermind, we do bi-monthly Zoom calls where I have all of my masterminders. We get on a video chat and they have to tell me what did they do for the last two weeks, right? But they're giving numbers and they're accountable to not just you, the whole group. But let me give you a tip. Here's where this works. You can't get on there and just say, hey, what did you do? And say, oh, mm -hmm, good, great job. And then that's it. You've got to give your accountability. As a leader, you have to lead by example. There's another really powerful part about accountability. They're accountable to you, but you're also accountable to them. Now, I will tell you this, Tink, you made an interesting point that you do these calls, but you can't get your team on there. Well, it's because you don't have a team that's actively working. See, another great thing about accountability calls is the people that get on there, they're the ones that are actually working the business. If somebody can't even take the time to get on a weekly call, what do you think they're really doing outside of that call? They're doing nothing. So these accountability calls and this accountability is your way of giving people assignments. See, don't tell me you're serious. Show me you're serious. And if you show me you're serious by getting on the call, getting on the Zoom, by doing the things you need to do, then I will commit time to your business. 
you're not committed, I'm not committed. Don't ask me to come do a meeting for you or do a call or answer questions if you can't even do the simple things that I lay out for you. So accountability is number one. You have to have it set up with your leaders. It also lets you know who you really have on your team. See, you might have a team of 50 people, but if you only have three people that are willing to get on a call, you only have three people in your business right now. Now, that doesn't mean that all 47 others at some point, the timing might not be better because people do come and go and things happen, but it allows you to say, okay, these are the three people I'm going to focus on supporting, but I'm going to go out. I'm going to find some new people. So it allows you to free up time to get back to doing what you need to do. So that's number one, accountability. Let's talk about number two. Number two would be ranking or recognition. See, when I worked in medical sales and when I had an office job, I used to have to go in every Monday morning. We would have a 6 a.m. sales meeting on Mondays. Talk about hating my life. It was the worst thing ever. But I would go into my meeting, and here's what the, our sales manager would have. All of us would be sitting in the conference room, and on a big whiteboard, they would have all of our names ranked. So at that point in the month, we knew who the number one salesperson was, number two, number three, all the way down. Like now they ranked all of us because we only had like 11 salespeople. So they had all of us ranked and we had to go in every Monday morning, like as if it wasn't miserable enough. And if your name wasn't up towards the top of the rankings, you're like depressed. You're like, holy, you know what? Like I need to get to work. But here's the power in this. It was always very clearly in front of us who was performing and who wasn't. And I'm going to tell you this, the second thing you need to implement into your team is a monthly leaderboard. If you're not doing this, you're missing a huge opportunity to motivate people. You should be posting some sort of a top 10 or a top five in your group. So if all, if you have a Facebook, private Facebook group for your team, here's what I recommend you do. At the end of the month, you compile the stats, however you measure that. And you do a top five or a top 10. If you have a large team, do a top 10. If you've got a huge team, maybe you do a top 20 or something like that. But let me give you some tips. See, I have some people that'll be like, yeah, but we do like an honorable mention. There's no honorable mention. Listen, if you're not in the top 10 on my team, there's nothing honorable about that. Like get to work and get in the top 10. Now, if I have a team of 5,000 people, Okay, so Merle, let's talk about this. It can make some disengage. These are people that are not engaged anyway. If I post the top 10 and you're not even working so you can, like how hard is it to get into, most of you don't have huge organizations and the ones that don't like competition, guess what? They're going to just go off and do their own thing anyway. So you're not going to motivate them. So what I'm telling you is this. Don't design your practices around what one or two people don't like. Because most likely, the ones that don't like competition, they're not going to be your top performers anyway. They might sell product, but they're not going to be your leaders. See, leaders like competition. Leaders like to know where they are. Here's what you do. You post your top 10, and if somebody's not in it, and they don't like it, well, I don't like that you do. Okay, great. Start working and get in it, and you'll like it. That's the answer to your thing. So you're recognizing the top 10, and then here's what you do. I'm going to give you another tip. This is even more powerful. You do it once a month. Here's the thing. Don't just type it up and post it. 
Do it by Facebook Live in your private group. So you promote it like an event. And every month, your team knows tonight is the night they are going to, she is, he is unveiling the top 10. And you get on there and you treat it like an event with all the pomp and circumstance that you want. And you say, okay, guys, here we go. And it's like David Letterman. Number 10 is blah, 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 blah. And then what it allows you to do is you can say a couple of nice words about everybody as you're going through your top 10. Number nine, number eight, and then you get all the way to the top two or three and you praise the heck out of those people. You talk about how amazing they are, how proud you are of them. And by the way, rank yourself in there as well. If you've been a top performer, if you're ranking growth in your organization, you should be ranking yourself as well. Talk about leading by example. But here's what's going to happen. The ones that are not getting the recognition they're going to be motivated. See, I used to do this every month, and it wasn't by Facebook Live because we didn't have that at the time, but I would have people on my team that would reach out to me and they'd say, you know what? That pisses me off that you do that and I'm not in there. And I just want you to know that it's work. Whatever you're, I don't know if it's intentional, but it's working because I'm going to work harder this month. And I was like, yeah, that is it. And I get that that, what, what we're talking about here is for just a specific, there are certain personality types that that feeds into more than others. But I will tell you this, at the end of the day, leaders and top performers, they all have an, uh, something in them where they like competition. They like to know where they stand. People want to know where they are in relation to your group. So give them that information each month. And I'm telling you, if you implement those two things, if you implement, well, so I would say this, if you never give your numbers, then you're missing an opportunity to motivate by example. Now, when you say your numbers, here's what I'm saying you should be reporting to them. You should be reporting to them your activity numbers. You know, maybe you're not going to report, hey, here's how big my team is, but maybe you're going to report how much your team is growing. See, it's not bragging for me to say, guys, listen, I'm working harder than all of you are. So what are you going to do about it? And guess what? That lead, that will show people that, that this is what you need to do to be successful. This will show people that you're not in here telling them what to do. You're saying, here's what we need to do. So you need to be reporting. See, I had the attitude on my team that nobody outperforms me. And I would even say it on these calls. I'd say, guys, let me just tell you my attitude. My mindset is none of you are going to beat me because I'm going to work harder than you. Now, you might work as hard as me, but nobody's going to work harder. And then, but, but at the same time, I would say this, but if you do beat me, I will be your number one cheerleader. I will be yelling from the top of the mountains, talking about how amazing you are. So I hope you do beat me, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to work your ass off because I am working mine off. That conversation that I just shared with you is one of the most powerful things you can say because basically what you're saying without saying it is I don't need you. I want you. I hope you join me, but I'm going and I'm running and I'm going to find people and I just want you, I'm hoping that you're with me. Let's lock arms. Let's get to work. So these are the two things, accountability and some sort of rankings. If you can implement those two things in your team, I am telling you almost overnight, you will start to see changes in your group. You will start to see people respond differently to you 
So that's my recommendation is implement those things. Watch your team start to change. Hope you got some value out of today's message. And for more training like this, guys, make sure you go check me out on my website, bobheilig.com. Or you can go check me out on Facebook. My Facebook business page is your virtual upline. So thanks for being here, guys. As always, appreciate the hearts, the comments. Share this broadcast with somebody that you think it can help. And uh, I will see you same time tomorrow. We've got free coaching Friday. Your opportunity to ask me some questions and let me know what you're struggling with and see if I can help you. So thanks for being here, guys. Have a great day. All right, guys, there you have it. The power of accountability and recognition or rankings to building an organization. So I hope you got a lot of value out of the, the training today. I know that you did, you know, and I can tell you one of my favorite things to do, especially in the world we live in today with live video broadcasting, it literally is changing the way we're able to build a team and communicate with our teams. So I strongly suggest that you take that piece of advice for the implementing that Facebook live ranking and recognition each month in your team. I think you'll have a lot of fun with that. If you are frustrated in your team's not doing the things that they should be doing, I want you to take a look in the mirror and say, hey, have I really done what I'm supposed to do in terms of providing an environment for growth, giving them some structure, challenging them and pushing them? Sometimes we have to step outside of that comfort zone for us. You know, a lot of times I can remember in the beginning, I didn't like confrontation. I didn't like people thinking that I was telling them what to do. But going back to the training, as long as you're leading by example and you're doing and showing them, look, I'm doing what you're what I'm telling you or recommending you do, it's not going to come across that way. So we have to be always looking at ways to elevate our leadership, provide better value, challenge our team, push them. And I'm telling you, the right ones will respond and you won't believe the difference that you see. So that's the episode for today, guys. As always, thanks for being here. Hey, if you got some value out of the podcast and if you're liking the podcast, do me a favor and just leave me a review. Uh, reviews here in iTunes are really important. Hey, even if you think I could get better, just let me know that. But you know, the more reviews we get, the more visibility the podcast gets, the more we can get this message out to other people. And as always, if you haven't had a chance to check out my website, make sure you go see me over on bobhylig.com where I have a lot of other great free training just like this. So thanks for being here. I hope you got some value out of today's episode and I will see you soon on the next episode. Take care. <laughs>